0: Tonight we look at the Advent gifts from God, focusing on gifts that keep on giving. I'm going to take you back a few years. I have a brother who is one year older than I am, and God blessed us with marriages and children at about the same time so that my children have cousins about their same age. And I, I can honestly tell you I don't even know how it happened, but, but somehow without Speaking out loud what we were trying to accomplish, my brother and I got into a contest, a gift-giving contest for our children. Here was the contest. Who could buy the loudest, most obnoxious toy for the other person's children so that the parents would be driven crazy by literally a gift that kept on giving? The kind of things those gifts were giving were not happy things. It was headaches and earaches and everything else. And we kind of called a ceasefire after a few years because we found some really, really loud and obnoxious toys to give to each other's children. I don't know, I think about that phrase sometimes the gift that keeps on giving. And when you think of that phrase, what comes to mind? Gifts that keep on giving. There was a day that that maybe you could get something sent to you in the mail every single month if you subscribe to a magazine or a fill-in-the-blank-of-the-month sort of mail-in opportunity. But, But maybe today we think of gifts that keep on giving more in terms of maybe memories that you can make. An outing together with someone special in your life that will keep on giving as you think back on those memories. With the technology that we have today, it seems like you can give a gift that keeps on giving because you can give some new gadget that is just out on the market. But it is hard, isn't it, to find a gift that keeps on giving? Because what happens to toys? They get old, used, kind of forgotten, pushed off to the side. Memories can fade New technology becomes obsolete in sometimes days or months as the newest technology replaces what you just got. It's hard to find a gift that keeps on giving. And and maybe that's what makes God's gifts that keep on giving so amazing. Because those gifts aren't wrapped in fancy paper with bows on top. They don't come in the mail every single month. God's gifts aren't some wizardry of new technology, but they are miraculous. God's gifts are amazing because they truly do keep on giving. Think about this for many of us here tonight. The gift of God started when you don't even remember receiving that gift. For many of you, it was a handful of water that was poured on your forehead. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that began God's gifts being poured into your life. Yes, baptism. In baptism, God began those gifts that he gave you by giving you the forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. But you know this, too. God's gifts to you don't stop at the baptismal font. Those gifts keep on giving. God continues to renew us day by day through his mercy and grace, offering us forgiveness over and over and over again. That fount filled with Jesus' sacrifice, the blood of his sacrifice, it never runs out. I can go to it tonight, tomorrow morning, again the next day, and it keeps on giving Time after time. That's what our baptism does. Connects us to Jesus' life and his death and his resurrection. That's why the Apostle Paul, in the text that we're about to read, calls baptism a washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit. That's how God's gifts keep on giving. Day by day, he renews us in the love and forgiveness that he offers us. When the troubles and frustrations the difficulties of this life come. There's only one thing that can lift us above all of the things that seem to go wrong in this world. And that's God's hope. The hope that he holds out to you and me. The hope that our baptism gives us a hope, the certain hope of eternal life with him. That eternal life was given to you by Jesus' sacrifice and sealed to you by your baptism. That is a gift that keeps on giving. We read Titus chapter 3, verses 4 through 7. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that, Having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. This is the word of our Lord. We sing the first two verses of Hark the Glad Sound. As we think about God's gifts that keep on giving, of course, center stage in God's gifts that keep gifts that keep on giving is God's love for us. And that love is a love that acted. Have you ever tried to define the word love for somebody else? It's not that easy, is it? Especially if someone doesn't really understand what you're talking about. Someone who maybe is introduced to that concept of love doesn't really see by words what love is all about because love truly is action. It wasn't too long ago that a group of psychologists asked some young children to define for them what love means. What does love mean was the question that they asked. I want to read you a couple of responses from some of those children. Here's what they said. Love is when you go out to eat and give somebody most of your french fries without making them give you any of theirs. That was from Chrissy, age six. Love is when my daddy makes coffee for my mommy and he takes a sip before giving it to her to make sure the taste is okay. Danny, age seven, said that. Love is when you tell a guy you like his shirt and then he wears it every day. Noel, age seven. Love is when mommy gives daddy the best piece of chicken. That was Elaine, age five. Love is when your puppy licks your face even after you left him alone all day. May-Anne, age four, said that. This one was my favorite. When my grandmother got arthritis, she couldn't bend over and paint her toenails anymore. So my grandfather does it for her all the time, even when his hands got arthritis too. That's love. That was from Becky, age eight. Did you notice what all of those answers had in common? If you're trying to define love, those are actually not too bad of answers, are they? Every single one of those definitions revolved something that someone did. Love is action. Love is about doing. Love is about showing others that we love them. Love gives without expecting anything in return. Love is willing to give And keep on giving. Isn't that the perfect description of God's love for you and me? A love that gives and gives and gives and expects nothing in return? That's exactly what God has done for us in Jesus. It's what Jesus came to this earth to do. God sent Jesus to this earth to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins, to make us at one with God again. And that love that Jesus shows, that he showed us, that keeps giving day after day after day. As Jesus went to the cross for your sins, that sacrifice paid for your sins once and for all. They're washed away in what Jesus accomplished on that cross. But maybe you have these things happen in your life too. Every once in a while, that sin that seems to hound you relentlessly comes back and you find it difficult to resist and you fall and you fail. Or, or maybe it's, it's one of those times that, that Satan is able to bring back the guilt of a sin that happened a long time ago and let it bubble up again in your heart to make you feel guilt and shame all over again. That's when God's love, that love that gives and gives, The love that is constant, that never fails, is so important. Because the message that God gives us in his word is that he is love. And in that love, he can say to you, your sin is forgiven. You're my own child. And so your guilt is gone too. And the shame that you feel over sin, Jesus took that to the cross as well. We are God's own dear children. It's that love that God shows to us. It's that love then that teaches us and empowers us to love one another. It's only when we're filled up with God's love for us, the love that he gives us constantly, over and over and over again, that we can demonstrate that same kind of love to others. And love is all about acting. God did it in Jesus. and We can do it in the things that we say and do for others and who knows maybe someday god will give you the opportunity to give that gift of love by painting someone's toenails we'll read from 1 john chapter 4 verses 7 through 10 dear friends let us love one another for love comes from god everyone who loves has been born of god and knows god whoever does not love does not know god because god is love this is how god showed his love among us He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. This is the word of our Lord. Let's sing together verses 3 and 4 of Hark the Glad Sound.